Where's the pencil? All right, let's go. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. marvelous. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I'm on my Frank Lucas shit. Three piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to Crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets, it's the ART. There's nothing but dope energy in this episode today, and I'm loving it. Uh, We already got some viewers checking in, but Ellie Jazz is here. The one and only Chris Boogie is here, secured by Mike Piazza in the back. We'll get to that in a second. (laughs) El motherfucker is here. You motherfucker. Alexandra Spiritual Cloud is here. And my man, the uh, Rick H. I don't want to say the other Rick H because Rick H. it's <laughs> yes. not no other. <laughs> not no other. <laughs> Real Rick H is here. Welcome to the show. Um, you love you guys all. Love the work that you're doing. Love the project that you just put out. We're gonna talk about that also. Um, but uh, Benny Banks got something to say. Now this is the real podcast. What is for the love of Jada? <laughs> Wow, this meat already oh, coming in. That's cold. I, um, best intro in the game. Yes, it is. Rest in peace, Art. We love you and we miss you. Yes, we do. Every day, Art. So <clears throat> there's three podcasts right now um, in the same damn room. Hmm. So it's it's wow. it's it, oh. Men on Pause. Yes. The Men on Pause podcast. Okay. Yes. Okay. The Winning Cloud podcast and the Rick A show. Oh, and chatting with Jazz is also oh, yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot, it's a lot of, of talent. Andrew Boys Rebel. Yeah, a lot of talent. filming filming a show today. So unfortunately she will not be here, but stay on the podcast, please. I know Rebel <laughs> has a fan base now. <laughs> the fights are real. No, it's not real. Yeah, not on our level. Um, team, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, what's up? Let's just uh, it's just it's just a lot of comments coming in. Uh, I want to play a small clip from Dad Rafi. Um, oh, if you haven't watched it, it's fantastic. After the clip, Jerry, Alex, and Rick will explain what the show's about and the premises of it, and then we'll get to know them a little further. One of these three individuals went to Sewer Park High School. What, oh, yeah, Okay. The lower deck is in the building. <laughs> it's in the building. Right. But I got something dope to share. I love this piece. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dear Pop, I hope you're feeling better. Hesitant whether I should even be writing you this letter. Never clever enough to be a literary figure, but music always seems to help my words come together. Gotta do whatever it takes to communicate. 
Let's not make the mistake of waiting till it's too late. Appreciate we ate well, never fell to the streets. You was a hell of a teacher, practice what you preach. The times I was weak, so I tried reaching out. Try to connect emotionally, but you keep me out. There's no doubt in my mind. In another place and time, you'd be supporting me from the sidelines. Grace and prime time, but I'm not nine anymore. And as much as I like nice things, I needed you more. Tried before, but I finally found the way to paint you the perfect picture. Cause you know what they say? They say a picture worth a thousand words, but I never used them. Always heard your side. This time, here's mine. I ain't trying to fight. It's my way to make it right. Never wrote a letter, so I gotta use my mic. They say a picture worth a thousand words, but I never used them. Always heard your side. This time, here's mine. I ain't trying to fight. It's my way to make it right. Never wrote a letter, so I gotta use my mic. Optimistically believing that you're still reading, I'm proceeding with page two, providing the healing that's needed. Stay seated and buckle up, the road we taking is tough. Telling me what you think I wanna hear is not enough, and it sucks. Just for whatever is worth, wherever we end up, I really want this to work. And while I'm being honest, know that always deep down, somehow, I'm trying to make you proud. Even though by now, I should have learned my lesson, taking emotional rejection and used it as a weapon as I step in the direction that bears no path. New version I never had, letting go of my past. And as far as you and I, I'll let you decide. Will you respect who I am, what I do with my life? I'm not trying to fight, just trying to make things right. And since I've never written a letter, I thought I'd use a mic. They say a picture worth a thousand words, but I never used them. Always heard your side, this time here's mine. I ain't trying to fight, it's my way to make it right. Never wrote a letter, so I gotta use my mic. They say a picture worth a thousand words, but I never used them. Always heard your side, this time here's mine. I ain't trying to fight, it's my way to make it right. Never wrote a letter, so I gotta use my mic. So uh, there's a lot to break down there. Um, let me unmute everybody's mic. That was that was terrific. I love that Amazing. piece. There's a, many others I could share with you guys. Um, a lot to break down there. First of all, uh, whoever shot it did a dope job. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Lenny. Lenny Marte, Uh Rick, that was you in the chorus, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so. You, you guys, the song was terrific. Thank you. And let's get into the basis of the show and why you started this show. So um, let's start with let's start with Alexandra because she's the boss, she's the producer. So uh, <laughs> what's the basis, <laughs> the foundation of the show that you guys work on? Well, the foundation of the show started from my husband's uh, story of and struggles of being a father for the first time, and he. He was finishing his third woman show. And once he was done with that, the pandemic, you know, everybody was into their creative mode, those who chose to. And he was like, what else can I write? And one day we went to the park and he was sitting on the bench and, you know, our daughter was playing and he got an idea. He was like, he'll share that part of the story. But in other words, like we don't really take in when you sit on a bench it's time to think time to mm -hmm. reflect 
to connect with someone else or with yourself. And he also thought about fatherhood and him being a father and also his journey with his father. And from there, he was like, you know what? I want to write a story about what I'm going through. And he started writing and then he thought about Jerry because him and Jerry, you know, interacted in the past, but never really worked together. And mm -hmm. so when we brought Jerry to the podcast, they had a great conversation. They connected. And he was like, oh, my God, Jerry has so much colors in him. And I really want to see him not only um, play a more a dramatic role, but also share his story. And from mm -hmm. then there, the story came about. And we yeah, all, Jerry as a team, united. I'm sorry. But mm -hmm. You think of Jerry, you think of comedy immediately. Yeah. From 28, yeah. Sketch, um, the podcast, and all that stuff. I'm a serious um, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, plus, if you follow Jerry on Instagram, you know that he is a great father to his little girl. So, um, mm -hmm. Rick, explain yeah. the, 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 first of all, the idea is great, man. It's great. It, it shows fathers in a different light. And I think in the last five, eight years or so, the perception of dad has changed. Mm -hmm. um, but give us a story behind the whole show and that well, story that happened on the yeah. bench. So for me, I, I had this idea, like my wife said, and another top on top of that, I felt like I when I was going through these things of fatherhood and also my own personal relationship with my father. I'm like, where is this community of fathers at? I feel like mothers have all this type of help for any little thing. If like the milk ain't coming out of the titty, there's a group for that. <laughs> like they come together. It's like, girl, you gotta try this with your nipple. And I'm like, where? it's like, well, where the fuck is all this shit I'm going through right now to talk to another dude? And and there was some stuff out there, but not as much as mothers. And I'm like, no. there has to be more. And the idea was in my head. And then when I sat on the bench, I'm like, yo. I'm, I got it. I'm going to write uh, a piece about fatherhood. Um, but not only just fatherhood, like what we go through, because that's the surface, mm -hmm. what we go through, how we feel, but go deeper in a sense of like how our own relationships with our father will reflect mm -hmm. our future relationship with our child, whether we had a good dad present or not, What those things can go trigger down the road. So I started writing this piece and then I would have Zoom meetings uh, with Jerry and he would tell me things about his life and stuff like that. And it was so funny because, like, I changed certain things for his language. And I pieced mm -hmm. certain things that was funny from his life. I'm like, okay, do you mind if I dig deeper into that and do that? Because from what he – it was like almost therapy sessions for us, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where the whole thing of dad repeat came, you know, uh, mm -hmm. therapy for dads. And mm -hmm. I started uh, – just kept on um, writing it and knowing that, like, wow, we have this – beautiful journey of our fathers that's mixed with pain, acceptance, abandonment, but then we're so proud of our relationship with our daughters. And that's the first thing that I saw too with Jerry, like it was comedy and then what he posts about his daughter. And I just knew that that was like, you know, we would be great together. And I told him too, like, I seen, like, whenever time I see him perform, I would see so much colors in him. And I'm like this type of artist that like loves to dig deep and I always, we always said too, like, we would love to work with each other. And, and this was the project 
that I brought to him. And that's just by doing Zooms. And it wasn't about like, yo, maybe this will be something. We just kept connecting. I kept on writing. I kept on revising. Mm -hmm. And then one thing led to another. We have this story. And he shares some of his life. I shared my life, the, the pieces, you know, it just became this therapeutic thing for us. And also, you know, it's about fatherhood, but I'm realizing the more that people are connecting to this, I'm touching on so many things that I didn't knew I touched because there are mothers that says, thank you for showing what fathers are going through. Thank you mm -hmm. for healing my, showing me how I can heal my things with my own father. And like, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know this was meant for like people that, you know, were mothers or something like that. So it's still going and it's still, I'm still learning from this project, but at the end of the day, I'm happy of the team and what what we came together to do from Lenny, from Jerry to my wife. You know, it was a collaborative effort when we was putting it together and it was one of the, one of the best projects that I've done, you know, how it just came organically and mm -hmm. we wanted to stick to the truth and also knew that this was something that we was sharing and healing from and still learning from it. So, yeah. So you said something. I'm, I'm going to bring it back to that. Yeah. And then I'll bring it back to the show. You said you saw colors and range in Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> now, my analysis. <laughs> no, you know, we all do comedy. My analysis is in the core of a spectacular actor, there is comedy. Mm -hmm. Because comedians need gratification. They need acceptance. They need mm -hmm. love. That's why they go on stage for it. Mm -hmm. You know? If you go on stage and you bomb and no one's laughing, you're going to feel worse than when you went on. Mm -hmm. So there is those depths inside. Mm -hmm. um, that's just my analysis of. No, if, absolutely. If you want to get a great actor, yeah. look at some comedians that are doing acting. Yeah. And there's some that you could put in a serious role. You, like, for example, Johnny Depp, he could do comedy if he wants to. He proved it, Pirates of the Caribbean. Dude could do serious acting too. Robin Williams, right. probably the best to do it. Mm -hmm. So you know, but you're hundred percent correct, Rick. The thing, the thing with that, I will go a little further. What makes comedians great actors if they allow themselves to? And and I will put Jerry in this is that he he was able to be vulnerable. Yeah. He wasn't so like when my when I started doing my one man plays and I did it with with Guru. I wasn't afraid. In the beginning, I may be like, wow, I didn't want my parents to know what I was saying, but I had to get over it because she had to remind me this is my story. Mm -hmm. I wasn't afraid to go there and share my truth and live it. Mm -hmm. Jerry, which to this day, I tell him he trusted my guidance. And I think that he did it. But I saw from the Zoom meetings in the podcast mm -hmm. that he was vulnerable to share things that he didn't have to coming from a dad and mm -hmm. a man. He didn't have to share these certain things that he was sharing with me. I was like, oh. I saw like a mirror a reflection of me and him. I'm like, yeah. this guy, this guy can go there. I know he could go there. He he knows he could go there. <laughs> so it was so it was like it was simple to get it. So like that's what made this even great. Cause like when he's telling this story, it's like he's telling it. It's mm -hmm. coming from a true source. And he's it's like he may feel uncomfortable, like, wow, this is a new journey for me of like sharing this because I never did this before. But at the end of the day, it's your truth. And that's what he was bringing out, yeah. and that's and him allowing to do that, being vulnerable, made everything even, you know, where it needed to go. You know, mm -hmm. so knowing that Rick would be involved and his wife, there had to be music. So Jerry, they come to you, right? A person who's done sketch, 
at the highest levels. And, yo, we need you to rap. We need you to write songs. We need you to act. We need you to, like, be vulnerable. Had you were you like yes I'm down or was there like any 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 hesitation to it? No, I, well you know I, I have to say well first of all you know it was when he reached out to me, you know we, like again when you in passing you know in the business you you, you tell people all the time yo we gotta work together we gotta do this you know and it happened with us right exactly you know what I'm saying? exactly exactly but this that when it comes to fruition at times you know sometimes like you you attempt things and you're like oh it's not how. You know, I thought it was going to go whatever. And I think automatically, as soon as he told me about the project, mm-hmm. you know, when it's something about, and I, and I, like I felt from, similar to that, you know, there's a lot of like dad bashing, but there's not a lot of dad acknowledging at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like that whole, like, you know, on Father's Day with women go like, oh, I, you know, my single mom thing. There's always an <laughs> argument every Mother's Day. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for my Mother's Day when I'm be single. Um, <laughs> but, but when he told me about that and like what at the, at the core of what it was like right because at the end of, like it's about family it's about it's one of the uh, cornerstones of of life and that's like fatherhood is right there as far as like wh- wh- what's setting you up to succeed in life and stuff like that you know with your parents you know and uh when he told me this it was like man nobody like this is a, a dad buddy thing I think it's gonna. I think it's cool. The other stuff that I've seen was very silly, uh, and more. And it's always like you know, especially what dads on TV are very dopey. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah. they depend on mom for everything. They they're just there for like the jokes and stuff. And you know, and especially being of color, like you know, just being uh, uh, I'm black and Latino, and 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 the reputation that we have as fathers, or what the stereotype is of fathers, and it's like yeah. that we're not sensitive. You know, forget about not not even being present. Present. It's also about like we're not sensitive. We're not we're not in tune. And you know, there's another generation of us that have been born and raised here mm-hmm. that acknowledge, and you know, we appreciate what our parents did before us and our dads did before us. But we also acknowledge the mistakes that were made, and we're not trying to repeat those same mistakes. You know, we're trying to uh, we're trying to you know progress, trying to make it better, trying to do that now. You know, I you know, I I rap, man. I've been a I, I was a rapper before. I was a rapper before I was a comedian. So I was, mm. yeah, I was a rapper before I was a comedian. But at the time, you either had to get shot ten times, or <laughs> you had to be a drug or some shit like this before yeah. Kanye. You know, Kanye mm-hmm. came, he changed the game. So, but before that, I, you know, I and I was like, yo, chill. Like I don't, you know, what I'm saying I smoke weed. But what was your it. rap name? What was the uh, it's Foca, baby, all day. Emily Foca, I kept it. I kept it going like that. Crazy and I were rappers, but since I was light skinned, I quit the game. <laughs> hey, you know that was my struggle, right? <laughs> but now, nah, so then, like, but ended up, I ended up like, you know, I, I, Bago and no, yeah, my voice mm-hmm. and my rapping is on a lot of those songs. Mm-hmm. It, I was just in the background. Nobody ever knew, you know. I would make my Damn. my, my Even Bobby was hating on. Yeah, <laughs> he was eating off my rap. No, but uh, so he knew. So Rick knew I, I did the music because we've we've actually like you know flirted with music stuff before. And then when he told me about this project, and he said, "Yo, man, I have this idea. Like, let's just showcase all of our talents and everything that we have, mm-hmm. you know, artistically." And 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 use it to tell this story, to set this mood, to create this atmosphere, this environment. And I was like, I'm game. And he had this, he had the beat, he had the hook, he said it to me. And I was like, all right, when we're back, back to my rapper days. And I ended up uh, creating this song 
really opening up a lot of doors, you know, a lot of things that had closed up. Cause you know, I'm good with my pops now, but you yeah. know, you, you, you go through these trials and tribulations, uh, with your, especially with your parents. And I was like, you know, I had to open that door again, but it was fun, man. It was, it was good tapping into those emotions. And also like going back as a father now, how I look at it different, a different perspective, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't come at it from the same angle of like, damn, he doesn't, now I'm like, holy shit, as a father, you know, he did this and he did that. And like with what he knew for this, you know, and like they didn't have the access to the, to, to the, all the information in the, and the fatherhood books that we do now and all this. Yeah. Stuff, you know? I, they, they, they come back from the old country and <laughs> it's a like, lot of old school raising. Rick, uh, you know, Rick, you know that first of all, you just, you, cause you just had a baby too. People yes. come at you with books. That people mm -hmm. come at you with books yeah. now. Mm -hmm. books like now they come at you with look, you'll read these books. Yeah. Read yep. What to expect? <laughs> Google. Right. Yeah, what oh, to yes. expect. Google yep. That. All that stuff. Right. I didn't even know that to be honest. I'm, I'm so, just gonna live it and figure it out and yeah. ask questions. I, I <laughs> see I was... the drama part was the then the drama part was I nobody calls me to do drama, you know, and mm. I I've had to do drama to do comedy because a lot mm -hmm. of times you have to play the straight man and you have to you can't be the funny guy sometimes to help to help boost the comedy and the thing. And mm -hmm. Rick saw that and he was like, yo, let's let's just start writing these scenes and see where it goes. And and then uh to be able to, you know, it's a little scary for me because I know how to gauge comedy. Like, yo, I, I close my eyes, I know, oh, that's gonna hit, the timing is off on this, like whatever that I could do, but drama there's no like parameter, like I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, like no, but there is though, Jerry, and it's the same with comedy. So right. I had a good teacher in City College, right? And it's the exact same thing when you're gauging uh, if this is going to hit or not because you're reading the room. You just got to feel that role and try to attach uh, like a moment in your life where you've been close to that and just go there and just feel like you're there at that moment. I mean, for me, it was more about the reaction, right? Like. Mm -hmm. With comedy, I, if a joke sucks and they don't laugh, like it's whatever. I know because they didn't laugh, you know. Or <laughs> if, it, if it did, like there's oh my god. With this, there's no like. Uh, but is is there a groan? What is it's your what reaction is? though? Your reaction? <laughs> no, though. no, of course, of course. But what I'm saying, if your is, reaction I, is it feels right, good right, and authentic, right. you hit it. I hope. I look. I hope so. Like I put it. Yeah. There's uh there's some more uh, episodes coming up where it's <laughs> like I'm. There's two more, right? I'm, yeah, yeah I, like, I'm, I'm putting it out there, you know, like this last one we just aired, it was like, mm -hmm. there was no, you know, there's a sprinkle of comedy because I'm always going to be there, yeah. but uh, yes, it was, it's raw. You feel naked because it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to gauge it as far as like, I'm getting the reactions and people are telling me nice things, but mm -hmm. it's like, you could be lying. You could be lying. Yeah. When you laugh, you can't mm -hmm. laugh when it's... When nah. when so what you do is you show it to Bago, right? Yeah. If Bago keeps your buck with you, he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I That's think right. I think like when it comes to like you know comedy and drama like touching base and picking back on that I think if you just be yourself there's there's not and you don't worry what the fuck the crowd is gonna like if, yeah. once you reach that place if you don't care what they think and you live your truth what yeah. the way it's gonna happen is gonna happen you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like at the end of the day, what's happening is like if you just be honest and share, whether they like it or not, it doesn't matter. Is how it's what you think of it, like you said, Rick. Uh, what you thought yeah, of it with drama is you, you like, yeah, yeah, Both, yeah. and I yeah. totally understand how Jerry feels, like, yeah. you know, like, because right, you know, like, if you, 
if you do a dramatic piece, what is the significant uh, back like backlash for this? Am I going to see a tear? Am mm-hmm. I if someone's going to clap it up? You know, and I want the and, sitcom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's like it's like it, the. I guess the gratification is what you felt in that like, moment. In that scene, just yeah, watch, in that scene, what you're just sharing, and yeah. whether you felt it like felt it like uh, there's different ways of feeling that you could cry or mm-hmm. like you just felt like. Damn, I just got something off my my shoulder, uh-huh. or my off my chest. The crowd would notice that. The screen yeah. would notice that. But you have to notice it first. Yeah. So like, I didn't worry with Jerry at all because it's coming from I. When we have these, takes, right. yeah. yeah when I would just all I had to do was just remind him where he's at, and mm-hmm. to and from the information that he shared with me, and just put a bug in his ear. Remember this. Remember that. And then yeah. I see him. Thinking, and then I and I go back. And Start said, a collection. When, you, when you're ready, when you're ready, you let me know. You take us to that world. And yeah, let me, I mean, let me. And kudos to them for setting up that environment for me to yeah. feel like I felt. I mean, listen, my daughter was on set, so that's how safe I felt being. Yeah. There. You know, yeah. my daughter spent a whole day on set. She's never done that before. That's dope. You know, fun. she got some parts in the stuff. Yeah, and like you know, she wants to do this, but I wanted to expose her a little bit. And this was like the perfect, mm-hmm. um, perfect. Uh, perfect place yes because this is true to life like it's, right. it's, it's, there's no fake in the funk on this now Mm-mm. i want to ask alex right yeah. mm-hmm. your mother mm-hmm. and you're producing a show about fathers <laughs> um did you feel like is rick is he valid in saying sometimes father don't fathers don't get the recognition that they should um, or were you doing this like, man, I'm producing this show and I'm a mom. I went through childbirth, nine months better not, pregnancy. You better not bash all this right now. Don't bash me. <laughs> <laughs> no. You like, were right there. I'm going to look at your square like, yo. <laughs> there, no, there is the uh, um, that, that, that moment because like women, we... We go through hell and back, and we have to swallow it and push through no matter what. Lack of sleep, tantrums, we just got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I was really proud of him for doing this because um, there are men that, like, I com- I compare it to my father. Like, he came from the time where he doesn't communicate. He doesn't say what he's going through, when he's stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um as far as like sharing, like, how's your day with like us as kids? That didn't happen. So for him to do that, um, it was really special for me because not only as a daughter, but as a, his wife and a mother, because he is speaking for a lot of men and women who are alone. Mm-hmm. He is, he, he, he is, him and Jerry are both speaking out for these people who can't let it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. who are afraid to talk to people, and or who can't figure things out on them their own. So to me, that was really special. That was really it, it is really special. There was a thing that she used you reminded me uh, this week mm-hmm. where I, I forgot that I said this at one point where um, when we was talking about because we was talking about well you know you could take this show many different ways to continue mm-hmm. to talk about it you know. Um, and you know, not giving credit to like fathers that left, right? But like you know, because they always like if you left, you're deadbeat, blah blah blah. But not on, not, we never get to really hear their side, yeah. right? 
And okay. I, she she reminded me. Said, remember when you said like when when you were just like when things got really tough at fatherhood, and you said, and I remember I said that says, now I know why fathers leave. And she was like, what? I said, I'm not giving oh, them. The I'm not giving them like <laughs> oh, credit, gosh. but yeah. I understand why because this is not a journey for everyone, right? They see everything escalating, yeah. being a father, being a husband, being all this type of things, then forgetting about themselves. And it can be a lot for a person if they didn't have that or or just still have, or want to allow themselves to see the tools that they are able to do it. And I'm like, I see why they left. And I thought about my dad, I said, and I, I said mother, women left. too. But I'm not saying they... it was correct, but I could see one of the reasons why they would leave. And, I, and she was like, remember that? She was like, you, you kind of like hit that too on this show as well, mm-hmm. showing that. I was like, oh, so on this podcast, <laughs> the only person without a child is Ellie Jazz. Word. That's crazy. Not yet. So, you know, perfect timing. <laughs> Hold on. See what the cards say. <laughs> you said that not yet, like this son coming. Yeah. No, I'm, okay. single. I'm, I'm single. working on it. <laughs> I'm practicing. Leave me alone. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what my co-host, uh, who doesn't have a child, right? Okay. What her questions might be for the three of you guys. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So one of the I'm obviously I love the fact that you guys are advocates for emotional intelligence, especially when within men. I grew up without a father, right? So <laughs> Thing is is that I'm a very I realized that I was a very emotional person um, I'm very affectionate and I need to be shown that physically and also um, just have somebody there for me you know and so when I was really realizing that as an adult now at 30 years old I'm like you know what it's okay I love what you said Rick the fact that you know for a fact that not it's not everybody's journey I was able to forgive my father mm. because of that and I was like that was deep that's something that I spoke to um, spoke to guru about as well mm. so enlightenment and like you know what that's something that's not up to me i have to forgive it, it uh, basically um apologies that i have from these people i have to give that's within you know your work you're able to actually you know, help the journey I don't want to sound bad, uh, but her uh, her Wi-Fi is not that great, so I'm so, I apologize to anybody that's watching right now. Bad. Do you hear me now? <laughs> and I, yeah. I know I rambled too. So my hey, question: hey, If you guys still hear me, do you still hear me? Yeah. 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 yeah now we hear you. Now, now it's there. Yeah. We go. Now, okay. Let me get it in real quick. So when you were filming, what what were those moments that you were reflecting when you got triggered? How were you able to do without? Basically, go on with your project without, without, in a sense, getting into the triggers that you experienced. Mm, damn. Not giving. So say that again. You said how? How were when we was triggered? How did we pull pull through? Push through? Yeah. yeah. How did you push through? Uh, like and not and then not derail. Exactly. Not give into it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, for me. Yeah. I was looking for those triggers because when I'm on. The stage, I have to I have to tell the story, and there's only one way is by saying it. So if I don't feel those triggers, then I'm lying to myself. And if I'm lying to myself, I'm yes. lying to the audience. And when I lie to the audience, I'm lying to everything in the project. Well, you could tell that I'm lying. So for me, I looked, not looked, but I wanted to feel those triggers. And if I felt them, 
then I wanted to see how far can I, how further can I go? And, you know, maybe there was something new there that I can pull from that wasn't in the script yeah. that I, which I allowed improv, improv, improvisation. Improvisation. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I allowed that for, you know, if it was there, I was like, cause we knew the script, but it was like, yo, if something comes out because you, like you said, a trigger or whatever, don't hold mm-hmm. that shit in. I was yeah. like, let's go, let's go there. We'll pick it right back up. Um, so I, for me personally, I, I looked for those triggers to keep going and I kept on looking, wanting to feel those triggers because that's, what's going to push the story. And that's, what's going to push mm-hmm. us to see where this is meant to go. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Jerry and yes. Alex, did you guys, did you guys, I would like to hear the answer from you guys also on that same question. Uh, piggybacking on what Wynn said in this case for this uh series um the scene that we did in the kitchen that was like all improv <laughs> and coming from a real place we like, yeah, that, that sound like a real we were scared we like, yeah, but the story was fiction the story was fiction but the emotions and the fire was coming from a real place and i used it mm. Damn, yeah, kitchen I, I, scene. So if you guys yeah. ain't watched this. You <laughs> watch that scene. kitchen scene. It gets hot and heavy. <laughs> People were like, yo, are we filming this? Is this real? Coño, <laughs> pero. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm going to piggyback on what this. You know, I, I actually, yeah, you went looking. I actually went looking for, and if I and if I wasn't triggered by those things before and I knew that I was, I re-triggered myself. Like, I would go mm-hmm. back to how I was feeling in those moments. Mm-hmm. In, in those in those situations um, and it helped me get to where I needed to get to um, because you know again especially like parent stuff you know it takes you a long time to like get yourself used to it and a lot of healing and all of that stuff yeah. but it's it's easily attainable it's right there yeah. it's like it's like yo I've been living with this I could just pick it whenever I need it and to be able to go there and then like allow myself to be there emotionally. It was uh yeah it was it was great it was like like that though, we went looking for that I actually went looking for that yeah love that now Craze Boogie has a teenage son oh. um I'm interested to hear his point of view is okay. can you hear me Craze on a show about father you paused by you muted by the way you paying attention you you paying attention to my piazza too much bro um by the yeah, way before that. So Jerry knew he was coming on the Rick Hayes show. He threw on the Mets hat. He's actually a Mets fan, so he ain't doing yeah. it just for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick had a Mets hat for the first 30 and five minutes on this show. And Craze like, fell like, left much, out. Much, so. much like the Mets, it fell off. Damn. Uh, Not this year, bro. Not this year. Good. Keep that slander. It's because he lives in the Bronx. He had to you know say that. Uh, How many days of first place? 90 sign? Let's go. Let's go. And we even more, a team. let's go. Let's not make this a mad podcast. Let's go. <laughs> the crazy shit is that I could not care less about the match or the Yankees. Oh, I thought you were about to say about being a dad. I was about to say <laughs> oh, well, about being a dad. Yeah, yeah but you well, during that stage, yo. <laughs> As my best friend, I was about to throw you off the podcast <laughs> and be like, yo, he didn't mean that. He's just too much hookah. I've been, I've, been, uh, I've been waiting to throw tantrum on this bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I mean, look, man, I got like a, a 15-year-old son. 
Um, so, and I'm, I'm, well, he's about to be 15. Uh, he's 14. I'm 34. So I, I had him when I was 20. Mm-hmm. So that was a different, different experience. That was 15 years ago. Like you guys are saying, like like the technology. I look at the sonograms, like the mm-hmm. 3D shit. That shit, dead ass. It's 4D was not, now. Was not around. No. Not, like yeah. I had like a fucking. I, it was like a silhouette. I didn't have shit. <laughs> it was a silhouette. Oh, baby. You probably look my fucking eyebrows and shit. <laughs> this that was a baby. This that was a baby. Kind of like a baby. Oh, it looks like the Rorschach exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's different, man. There's a lot. There's a lot more information about this shit. Um, mm-hmm. I think I did okay. You know, I think, I think um, I would have loved for this this show to have existed you know me being a 20 year old that mm-hmm. I, I guess i just think about it in no terms yeah, like just, yeah. I, it would have been dope to have some stuff like this uh be around mm. uh as mm-hmm. as like a 20 year old dad because i like there i didn't know there was no fucking book for me at that time no. that i was aware of anyway you know 36 um, year old but, rick yes 20 year old crazy no. yeah man. <laughs> nah, well. and you know and i feel like i've been blessed i have a a, a great uh son super smart uh, good kid <laughs> His mom's dope, you know. We're we're good friends, so I feel like it's it's worked out for me. We we figured out, you know, on our own very early on that like the best thing would be for us to like be friends, and like we we remain friends. Um, she got remarried. Her husband's my friend. You know, we great we have, parents. Like, yo, we've beautiful. been we've been able to co-parent for fourteen years, and nice. never, you know, that's so beautiful. We've never had awesome. any of that, and any of the real like the real no time. real issues. At all, like so for real, like I I feel like I've been really blessed with my situation. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I don't know, I feel I feel like it's so dope to see that something like this exists. I hope that like we could boost this and and create more shit like this. Like I feel like just watching that the the song that you did, man, like I feel like just just hearing you connect the two things and like that's just one of the records, you know. There's a couple it's something that for me was it was interesting to hear just because. Like I only recently, the last few years, really looked into the relationship with me and my dad. You know, my dad was around, so you know, um, I grew up with him. But we have like our 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 issues, you know. But, yeah. I, but I didn't really, I didn't really see that and how that shit would relate to my son until mm-hmm. like my son hit like twelve, and then I was like, oh shit, uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta rethink this. We gotta you know we we have to mm-hmm. be more open. We have to talk. You know, I I need to like relook at look at my relationship with my dad and like hmm. You never talk to me about any of this mm. shit. Exactly. Any of this shit. That's I'm not gonna repeat that. You know, so like I I thank y'all. That's dope. Um, I love what y'all doing. Uh, I hate the fact that y'all Mets fans. But, uh, <laughs> we love you too, man. And um, you know, but whenever you're not even a Mets game, you're fan. Yeah, we love you, man. <laughs> you know, you're not even a real Yankee fan, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Like my dad, the Yankee fan. Dodgers fan. Him, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, but why you got an autograph, Mike Piazza in his back, though? Yeah, that's what's gonna ask. Like I he really, got a Mike Piazza in the back autograph from the World so Subway Series at that. Was that after Roger Clemens hit him? No. Yeah, it might have been actually. It might, okay. it might have been in that game. Maybe. Because I see um, the patch on the arm. Look, man, Mike Piazza is my homie. That's all you need to know. He got my back. Don't talk bad about the Mets. Piazza will choke you up in the middle of the night. No, 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 no. He, <laughs> he, knows, he, and, I, he and I have an understanding, all right? So don't, don't you worry about that. So understood I, doesn't need to be said. Right? Exactly. Ellie talked about it. Grace talked about it. But uh, my father was never there. You know, I grew up with a stepfather. My situation was different <laughs> from theirs. Um, now that I have a son, I view things differently. You know, I get right. I get things from my uncles. Um, but my father-in-law, actually, for me, so this is a different experience. You see, mm. 
um, he only has two daughters, so he never got to like do that whole father son relationship. Mm -hmm. So when me and my wife started dating, like he really he he liked me, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he shared like a lot of wisdom with me, and I just watched him as a dad, and I was like, you know, I I could do a fusion of different. Mm. My uncle Romita, who was a great dad, my my uncle Raymond, who passed away at thirty five years old. And a little bit of my stepdad in the fact that he loved no matter what. He just didn't know how to love. So I, mm-hmm. I see it as that. Yeah. Um, and then your my other, father-in-law. Your other, ste- your other stepdad, me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but I do. I do I'm do. i going to say this. So when Crazy had Elias, he was really young. Yo. Um, mm-hmm. And I never, too, bro. Everybody, everybody I never them. gave Crazy his flowers, but he handled that so well. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's not that I doubted him. It's just he shocked the shit out of me and, and how he he dealt with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm giving him his flowers now. Yeah. He oh. did a, a dope job with his son. Yeah. Yeah. Stepped up. Yeah. Congrats, bro. You know, Mike Piazza did a great he job, could, he you know, raising your son. You know. Yes, it's because because Piazza's <laughs> watching over you. That's what it is. He could have what Rick was talking about. He could have easily walked away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially at that age, you're thinking like, "Damn, my mm. life is over." Yeah. But you don't even know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was something else I want to touch on that you said, which is beautiful, because that happened to me. Like I didn't. My father was in and out, and eventually he left. But what you touched on really touched me because I had positive male role models that happens throughout my life that mm-hmm. I, without them even knowing, I looked up them, looked at them as a father, a fatherhood, mm-hmm. like male, male, or positive male, <clears throat> male role, a male role model. And, you know, from Mr. Bertoldis, who was my uh, high school uh, teacher for histories, he taught me guitar. Like he took the time and lunch break and would teach me guitar. And, you know, Mr. Mr. Taylor, he told me, he's like, you should keep writing. You have a gift for that. And keep so like there was there was little moments that I had in my life that I was blessed. And I think the higher power and the and the spirits for like showing me that there are men that are present and you could look to them, look up to them, because they're showing you that they are capable to be vulnerable, they're capable to help you. And it's not gay to get help so, from another yeah, from another man. You know, so like it's normal for you right there. Yeah. Like, now is a space where like those guys like i just mentioned them um we have to do that yeah because you need to let them know what they did for you mm-hmm. right that way other people see that you know it's, it's it's good you know it's possible yeah there was a lot of other men that weren't related to me that gave me little nuggets of advice you know like crazy as that don't we yo pop dudes yeah. said the exact he was a man that um, he wouldn't tell you, but he set the example by actions. His actions. Right. Tell you. He, he um, still watch. He still thinks that Rick should have been a baseball player. So. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he always, <laughs> he always gets mad at me. Like, yeah, you could have. You should have been playing for the fucking Yankees or something. <laughs> <laughs> but the way he just he loves his children and just his wife as well. Facts, to him, his wife is number one. Yo, facts. And I I took that on. Yeah, I took little things like that. Yeah. So and we're thank you. just like kids. We're watching. You know what I'm saying? We're watching other adults. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We was kids once, and mm-hmm. I think as we get older, we're still looking for this for for good people. 
and mm-hmm. and, and realizing like that person was dope. That, I don't think that ever changed. We could be forty years old and meet someone that yeah. shared something. I'm like, yo, thank you for that. And I think we need yeah. more of that in that world, you know, in this world, showing compassion and kindness to one another, and not being afraid to help one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Facts. It doesn't have to be money. It could be like you should just be you know, there. Yeah, yeah, being there, listening to them. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Damn, to teach you guitar. Communication, yeah, communication is key. That's, that's a lot. Teaching a skill. Yeah. That's a skill. That's a skill set. Somebody yeah. just teaching you any skill is, yeah. like, mm-hmm. is, is powerful. That's just me. Yeah. Dedicating time is priceless. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Time. And I somebody, think that carries with us even when they're adults. If you just yeah. give an hour of your time to somebody, 30 right. minutes, even it's like, wow. Like, it touches you. Yeah, but <laughs> for me... Somebody told me I'm a good dad because I'm there. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a good dad just because I'm there. <laughs> no, but, you be, yo, but let me tell you something, man. They just want you to be there. They just want you to be there. Like, my thing is, like, you know, people get, like, especially older generations before, they got so caught up in, like, providing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to work this day, that day, this, so my kid can have this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, yeah. one, because of life, you, kids still didn't get everything that they wanted, so that's not going to happen. And then, too, a lot of times it was like, yo, my dad was always working or he was always tired from work. Like, you know, they, he, he busted his ass or whatever. So it's one of those things that, like, yeah, you you were working hard to make that money, to make all that stuff. But the kid would have preferred you just play with them. Like, yeah. I would have preferred just the time, you know. And yeah. for me now, like, that's especially when I take on I do a lot of different projects. But for me, I could give a shit about money. I could have had money a long time. It's not about that for me. It's like, what is this project going to bring? And. Is it yeah. worth my time? Because whatever time I'm not oh, with yeah. my kid, like you, you still in time for my kid. If this is not worthy of anything, mm-hmm. I, I turned down a project because of that. So. Exactly, and it's, and listen, and I do that. Like I do that left. And, I'm known for that shit, and I like for me, it's it's gotta it's gotta carry weight. It's gotta mean something, you know. Mm-hmm. So if because because at the end of the day, like my kid is not gonna remember that I bought them a fucking doll or whatever. They're gonna remember. When I was there, when I when I wasn't there and they needed me for whatever reason, or I broke my leg or whatever, but daddy wasn't there or whatever. You can't control a lot of those things, but what you can't control, then then do it, you know? Yeah. That's what that's what they want. That's all the relief that they want. That you show them how much they mean to you. You you take out that time, and that's what Tom does. That's it. You could buy the kid all the things that he wants. He's no, I, just, like I want my here. son when he's older to be like my dad used to always say X, Y, and Z. You know, like I want him to get those those little nuggets of pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my three things right now that I've been work hard, have fun, and keep an open mind. So those are the three things that right. if it, it, I just I just want those three things. But what's let's, the same what's the same thing? Real quick, I don't mean to but no, the same thing is like don't it's not about getting your children what you didn't have, it's about mm. teaching them what you didn't know. Mm. Exactly. Oh mm. damn. Mm. We need like we, we need like a gems drop on that one, yeah. We need a flex bomb. The album coming out next week. <laughs> Jerry, motherfucker. You got a little and snippet. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you on the Instagram with that. So I want Ellie to read. Oh, let's do it. By the way, y'all are gonna love these cards because oh, spirit is, is loud. <laughs> what do the cards say? <laughs> <laughs> do I sound like that? This do I sound great. like that, guys? <laughs> what do the cards no. say with Ellie Jazz? 
I cannot with you. Yes, nice. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? Okay, so I did the shuffling already, although y'all are going to love this one card that we got because it just applies to our conversation today. So Thank I'm going to say that one first. Your 11-year-old self. So mm. automatically, I'm like, ah, we're talking about our inner child today. So the thing is, what I find beautiful is the fact that we are tapping into our inner child today. And with your work that you guys have been doing, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to flourish into everything that you want it to be. That's the way that I feel about it because of the fact that you are catering to not only your inner child, but you're also catering to other people's inner child. And you're invoking that space to, so that they can heal. And this is the reason why I mentioned that in my earlier question you know about your triggers because your triggers are going to lead you to personal growth so i think that's beautiful so let me i actually do want to read from the little booklet real quick but i love what it said it says that little boy or little girl inside you never goes away unless you stop letting them out then they wither away inside they are your magical inner child with a mischievous little grin and a sparkle in their eyes you know we all, we all had that yeah. little mischievous sparkle <laughs> and you go, your 11-year-old self wants you to play, explore, and feel safe. Your 11-year-old self is also more perceptive than you realize. They know when they're safe and when they're not and will create armor around their hearts to survive. How would you treat your 11-year-old self? Coax your magical child to come out and play. Now, I really find yeah. that so gorgeous yeah, because of the so fact beautiful. that that I think that's what we're supposed to be doing is like we once we heal yeah. our past selves, we can be here now, you know, and cater to what we need to in the future. Um, the other one that I got from that same deck, which is the the Cosmic Journey Oracle. If y'all want to go peep that, some people were actually buying the you know the decks after I was showing them. But it says your lighthouse guides you home to the stars. Not only that, but I really love the fact that Rick mentioned being true to yourself because look at what we got here. Be true <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> now let me tell you, I don't do this, but like I do it on the spot. That's why I was like, oh yeah, everybody's on point. Also, convince yourself, not others. Another thing mm. that Rick mentioned. I'm like, you see, spirit is here. I really mm. honestly. Yes, guru student. 100%. <laughs> we're representing tonight. That's what we're That's right. <laughs> and then the last one, it says, you know what to do. Now, mm. I really love that because it talks about trust. You just have to trust in yourself. Trust and know that you know the the next step. You know, I, I really do feel like the, the need to, sh to share the fact that, you know, all of us are working on so many different things, but when you trust yourself and you trust the fact that you're giving everything its divine time, you know, everything is going to flourish the way it's supposed to. And yeah, you're only going to get tenfold back. So I want y'all to keep doing what you're doing because honestly, these cards are gorgeous. They're beautiful. So much light energy and you're on the right track. Woo! I really love that. Woo! I love the fact that Ellie put flourish in the <laughs> You know I had to. Inadvertently, though, I don't think she meant it on purpose. I did, and I did it. <laughs> but we're all so it, It's all good. <laughs> Rick, I want to get your thoughts on that reading. Yeah, let me know. You um, no, you know I'm, what? You know, I, I was to be myself. honest. I thought it was it was dope. I thought it was great. I I look. It didn't lie because it, <laughs> it it kept on going back to what we was discussing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No lies. So yeah. it was it's it's not even a coincidence. It, it was just it was just meant to be that way. So I trusted yeah. it, and I I believe it with my own eyes because I'm hearing it, and I'm like yeah. everything she said. What we was touching on, and I love the reasoning behind it. The eleven year old. The, the, I think we yeah. all have a kid inside, and we should keep uh, playing with that kid. And even for me, even like when I take life serious, and it was a reminder to 
keep on having fun and keep on doing those things. And um, on August third, Chris. On August third. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to say something though. Ellie's been doing this for seven episodes, and every time she does the reading, is like is she shuffling? She's not picking the cards out. We don't write a script. I don't like. No, right. not at all. Yeah. It this is it always is spot on. You know. But August third, she'll read crazes next Tuesday. No, you a hater, man. I want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I love I want, it. I'm having some trials and tribulations right now. I loved it too, and I also want to say that being a parent, you're always reminded to of your child yeah. because your child reminds you to be in the moment no, and yeah. wonder because everything yeah. for them is new they're exploring so they're reminding you so and you I have guess. double you have your inner child and your child yeah. reminding yes girl oh i and, love that and so to piggyback on that as a great one the cards is also a reminder to keep doing what we're doing because our child yep. is seeing it so yeah. if if our child fucking see that we're bullshitting not being true to ourselves it's going to call yes. us out when it's able to you know, talk in English because it's cursing us out already in baby language. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> you tell them that you know, believe in your dreams, yeah. and you're not. They're gonna be like, "Well, why are you not doing what you supposed yeah. to be doing?" Exactly. So true. Damn. I'm emotional. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm here for, Rick. That's what I'm yeah. here for. Jerry, what you what you? This think is like drunk that? drunk Rick. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. It sounds like oh, yeah, two eyes, You know, it's not ready. All right. All right. Uh, no, I, I'm uh, again. Yeah, the beautiful words. What's up, buddy? By the way, I know I know this girl for like we know each other forever. I love oh, all God. of you guys. Like she's the trajectory. I'm so proud of you. But anyway, Ellie's um, on the show because Jerry told me pick Ellie. I, I did. I really put in, I made the comment. <laughs> for I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Oh um, <laughs> no. It, it, <laughs> It is. Uh, a, it's we, quite nah, I don't want that person. No, no, that, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't say who I told you no to, though. Don't say All right. I won't. All right. I won't. Beyonce. Yeah, she said, I was like, yeah, yeah, she's good. <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think yeah, the image, like it's all, it's all beautiful. Uh, it's all beautiful stuff, you know, and and how you guys, and even to, to add on to what you know, um, Rick, uh, Rick, and and Alex were saying that. You know, my daughter is extremely confident, especially like when it comes to this, like even performing stuff and all of that. And it's only because you heard that and boggles her. Yeah, she and she's like, (laughs) you know, she saw me on TV. Right, right. Like she's like that's not something that's like not real. Like that's not something like oh, like like I was like, no, that's been on TV. I could do it too. Yeah, exactly. That's all I really want. You're being the one as a parent. Yeah. So that so I she also sees like again I'm not a I'm 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 a clown you know what I mean I'm a joke I'm like keep things light like that's that's the God, that's the gift that God gave me mm-hmm. and I use that to spread it you know to You're as spreading many your people. light yeah mm-hmm. I do that as as much as I can you know to whoever I can and she's I mean Rick and Alex will tell you that Amaya is. Yeah. Probably me on steroids because she's already <laughs> at that awesome. age. She just has she's that great. energy. She is awesome. Yeah, she has that energy. She she's has natural. that thing. Right. Yes. And a lot of that is because, you know, it took me a while to get into this because not only because of how I look, but because of what they tell you, what you can't do, you know, and you got to mm-hmm. fight all of that. And mm-hmm. with Amaya, she's coming up like you, like Rick said, you're coming in with a leg up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she's yep. 
she she sees and then like yeah she's 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 around she knows like what's my mark like you mm-hmm. know oh, I, I love, love like, that she knows all this yeah. stuff and, and she she's a great she she hears you she's a great listener yeah. just like her dad like yeah. you give her notes and you see oh, her you take it, it in yep. and then she does it but that's, that's what you like, want for kids right that's what yo, you want you want them you want them to be able to take make it like now she knows she can follow her dreams like it's not a thing where like yeah. oh you know I have to be this or I have mm-hmm. to fall into this box I was like okay I could just you know do what I want do what I feel like makes oh. me happy. Yeah. During that. quarantine, uh, Jerry and Bago used to do these little IG lives. <laughs> and Amaya, Amaya was a. She would pop up. She would pop up every once in a while. So if you saw those, yeah. you would, you would yeah, I had to stop her. She was coming in earlier. She's like, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Is this dad repeat? Because that's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's great, but now that we've highlighted you three as creatives, and we're gonna get back to the podcast real quick, we have a segment called Creators Anonymous, okay. where we highlight uh, O's not here, sponsored by ADC. ADC is not a brand; it's a clothing line. He's not a designer. He says he's not a designer. He's not a brand. Um, but O is is just a creative person himself. So I'm going to go with his pick, and I'll tell you, because he's in the Bahamas right now. Oh, wait, um, nice. wow. He's in the Bahamas. Was it Bahamas or Aruba? <laughs> I, I didn't read the text. I think it's Aruba. It's, it's, it's his anniversary. You yeah. Could do yeah. Oh, nice. You know, <laughs> nice. Um, so his pick is 100 Acres Works. Let's go. Christopher Robbins, and I will show you three pieces. Yeah, I'll fuck with this. Dope. I I mean, pop art in general. This is this is pop art at its best, actually. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's some pop art that I, Ooh, I like know, that one. I, I could have done to this. <laughs> so can you do the first one? It says I tried to put Okay, I got the screenshot. You good. Boom, screenshot. I should have seen the first one. Um he, dope artist, his at is hundred acre works. Yeah. Oh. So I'm gonna let Ellie go with her pick. For the really? I, need, I need your energy to change it to You could go ahead, Ellie. Okay, so my pick was Pink Cat Daily. She okay. is an artist. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Was it me again? Crazy deleted my photos from no. the stream yard. A hundred percent you did. Bro, no, he did this because I didn't read his cards. Crazy. <laughs> 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 you get a shitty card reading now, I'll rush. <laughs> yeah, you believe in yourself. <laughs> I'll do mine while I upload. While I upload Ellie's. Damn, crazy. So mine is Camila Giraldo from Colombia. Um, and these are a few of her pieces. Oh, wow. Um, you deleted it. You're trying to sabotage her. <laughs> this is a famous Colombian oh, yeah. fire. Oh, wow. Ooh, those colors? So I do not know this person. I just, it came up on my feed. I was like, this is some dope art. Um, and I decided to highlight her today. Thanks. Um, you know the show. I, yeah. I, 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 I will. I'll reach out. I'll reach out. Yeah. Uh, Nadia. Nadia. Her actual name is 
Oh, so this is Ali's pick right here. I figured yeah. I found it. Ali, let's go. Let's go yeah. into it. So the pink cat. She is an artist, and the fact is, is that I love the fact that she has. Okay, so every male that she highlights, like every different colored cat, represents a different man in her life, a different mm. stage. So there's like the fuckboy cat, <laughs> the astro astro wow. cat, basically the one that is, um, you know, it, not in 3D realm yet, but that's what she's manifesting. So I, look, look. Just it's know that behind funny. every unsingle post, someone's smashing the lashes off that bitch. <laughs> 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 so I love the fact that it's really raw. <laughs> and okay. I love her colors and everything. I, I really love the, the work. So she's really, you know, no uh, no filter. That's what I love mm. about her. <laughs> Crazy 100% deleted all of this <laughs> from the broadcast earlier. I'll do your cards, praise, Gornio. Just be patient. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Earlier today, I, I uploaded Cray's pick, my pick, and Ellie's pick, and they're all gone. The only one that's here is O's. Damn. <laughs> so I'm there's doing crazy right now. There's a secret about this. Rick always just blames when he fucks up. He blames me. <laughs> Craze, can we go into your pick now? Um, yeah, this is a, actually a dope ass artist. Um, nice. Don't know this dude, but mm. I, I always like to keep my picks as much as I can, like uh, local, you know. So this is a dude from the Bronx. He does a lot of dope, um, like landscapes Daniel from the Bronx. Pye. Just the wow. fucking detail, the color, you know, the depth of the photo. Like it is, oh, this looks like you could go, you could walk through this shit. Um, so, this right here, like, oh, wow. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just love, I love how he captures the stuff in the Bronx, just the landscape of the Bronx. Um, I'm a Bronx enthusiast. Oh, so, oh, dope. Just the scenery and, um, you know, don't know these dudes. So the whole concept of Creators Anonymous is these are just things that come up on our feed um, Mm -hmm. that we catches our attention, stuff that you were sharing in your group chat. We always see people share so much negative shit on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, The the concept of this uh, segment is for us to highlight just positive dope shit, people that are creating dope dope shit. And so um, those are our Creators Anonymous for this week. Thanks to O. From ADC, a different concept. ADC. Different I want to add concept. one more. Did, did Ooh, there are, no, no, no. So we we organized Rick and Alex and there's Jerry a, to give me oh, one. Okay, oh, this, so this is a, uh, a they're they're called the Mets. I don't know if you guys know. They have a page <laughs> on Instagram, and they're a great team. And um, I don't I don't personally know them, but I just know that they're doing good. And if you guys want to check them out, um, there you can look them up as Mets. Um, they got one million followers, so they're doing something right. Listen, um, so I yeah, think, just I mean, check it out. That's my pick for they, they definitely creative <laughs> in the fact that they call themselves a, a baseball team. Uh, <laughs> so we'll highlight them this week. Thank oh, you. thank you for your pick. Uh, Rick. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I think that crazy is on his way out the door, and we have to <laughs> get him up back to yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, Jerry. Make the phone I'm call ready. to Rick and let him know. I'm ready, he's not, yeah, he's yeah. not the one. <laughs> If you didn't know out there, Jerry's the one that makes all the decisions behind the scenes. So, yo, you're letting too much out. You let too much out. <laughs> he's the yeah. silent investor. Although, <laughs> um, actually, so wait, we gotta pick one though. We gotta so, pick. I have one. So on on the spot, you guys get to give me someone that's on your feed that you're like, yo, this person is dope. Okay. Well, I'm gonna shout out my spiritual sister. She's an artist. Mm-hmm. Her name is Nola Swan. Art, you can look it up nice. on Instagram. Give, give me the spelling on that. N 
O L A S W A N A R T. Yeah. Thank you. It's too many IPAs. I might have got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So Nola Swan Art. Explain yes. to me why we're this person specifically. I picked her because I think she's um very talented and her art really speaks um for what she sees, but she sees so much of a someone else and herself that she's really honest, pure, and vulnerable with her art. Love that. I think we could um hold up. I'm gonna pull something up. No, you, you're not allowed to post anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There you go. Oh. You have so to got... look at one of the reels she has. Let me see. We'll watch one of these reels. What do you think? Yeah, that one. That's one of my, that's one of my favorites. Yo, the detail. I love the this. The detail. Yep. Wow. Lola Swan art. Wow. Oh. Crazy, you trying to write a message right now? I'm going to be out her right now, I think. What are you doing right now? Let me see what you got. What you got? <laughs> Ooh. So I got breaking news. I got Jerry's pick. Um, Ooh. Let's go. So uh, one craze. Jerry, breaking news. Oh, my God. Jerry, thank you. There it is. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> Thank you. So Jerry's pick is this guy. <laughs> he motivates me. I can't like yo. No, actually, Jerry and, and Rick, uh, who do you? Uh, who uh, do you know, so funny. I opened up my Instagram, and the first thing uh, that came up is a good friend of mine from Houston. She's like an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. She's like in her twenties, and she's just trying to like figure out how she wants to like do her clothing line, but she's very spiritual, very humble, a sweet girl. And she's just like trying to like, she's one of those things where she's going after the things that she loves to do. And I'm, I've been telling her like, you want to do a clothing line? Go after it, go after it. Mm-hmm. So she really uh, did. her, and she did, and she's launching it. So uh, her name is Kiara Harris and her Instagram is K E Y Y Z Z 97. And I think she, yeah, she got some samples of her clothes. She launched on the 19th already. So give her a shout out. K-E-Y-Y. Yep, Z-Z-97. Oh, I got it right. Damn, I'm good today. (laughs) All right, boom. So she launched the clothing. Okay. Yeah. We're going to tag. So when we cut this clip up, we're going to tag. Cool. Boom. There you go. Yeah, it's called uh, oh. Elias. I hope I'm not messing it up. Elias Summers. <laughs> Summers. Okay. Uh, that's the name of the thing. I forgot what it means, but it has a... I remember what she told me. It was a powerful meaning behind it. I think maybe to like be, be, not to be afraid to be different and stuff like that. Not afraid to be afraid to be unique. I not, love yeah, that. not being afraid to be unique. There you go. I so, think it means um, don't mess up my name. I think yeah. it means. <laughs> 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 I mean, these, these all look like clothes... Uh, Ellie should be wearing so, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll get you some free sample yeah. packs. Just, just uh, <laughs> yo, they up. look so comfy. I love the colors, beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's doing a beautiful job. Fire stuff, Jerry. Right? Is it one bago? Please tell me it's not one bago. No, it's not one bago. 
<laughs> he doesn't need my help. Oh, I love you. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, not anymore. <laughs> um, no, um, I'm I'm gonna shout out. Uh, he's an incredible. Um, he he's in he's a photographer artist. His name is Hector Lopez, but he he does uh body art too. Like uh, mm. he does a lot of body art. He does these like pieces where he makes people like look like they're like missing chunks of their bodies and shit. Yeah. Um, but like he's, um, I mean, you know, he's like, he, he does all types of art and uh, creative. Uh, his, <laughs> his Instagram is uh, Hellos, H-E-L-O-Z underscore creative underscore arts. Hellos creative arts. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, and he, like I said, he's like, he's a bit of a comic book guy. He has a lot of like uh, renditions of special you know, uh, those that, but he does an amazing uh, uh, body artwork. Um, I hope Craze got this one because I, I nah, that, that, that one threw me for a loop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that Instagram handle, he went H E H E L O Z underscore creative, creative underscore art. Oh, oh, I got it now. I got it. Oh, got him. Oh, got him. <clears throat> uh, he got, oh. And I owe him a couple, so this is this is y'all coming through for me because like my whole that mucho, so I'm like, yo, he like, how did you out? Damn. But Ooh, yeah, he's always he's always designs a bunch of stuff. See, he does oh, nice. stuff, but he also like his stuff is uh body art. Uh, this is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Stuff. Look at that lotus. I love it. Oh wait, there's one of the dude that dude right there. Yeah. Did you see that piece, Craze? Which one? See, oh, keep going down. There's like a dude that he's like cut in half. It looks like he's like missing body parts and shit. And he's painting the rest of his body. Damn, I gotta get that. I'll, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. But he, don't work. Don't oh, work. this one? Yes. Oh, yeah. that's cool. oh, that's great. <clears throat> that's so bugged out. Like, yeah. Oh, hello. Yes. Hello, school bye. Hello, so LA is late. LA is late. They gotta come in with their comments now. You know, Eric Rivera. Why? You know, who's that? Eric? Oh, what's up, Eric? Not the Raiders headset. Eric, don't wear a headset on his podcast, of course. Thank you. What else he got? Rick Cage starting up. Always. First of all, me and Bago don't got no beef. Slow down with the hand. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Yo. Slow down with them. You explode. <laughs> Yo, word up. Shout out to PS115. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to text you after this. You are, you're, you're massive, bro. Um, I want to thank Rick. I want to thank Jerry and Alex for being on the show. Yeah, and thank, thank you, you for having us. producing not only but also producing the Men on Pause podcast, yes, which I've, I've never been asked to be a guest on, but I heard it's a pretty no, cool do. show. We don't really have guests. I'm just, That's a problem. I'm just, like, I'm this is saying. like a guest show. We don't really have guests. I go talk to you. I'm just, but, but I'm I just have saying, you on. I can have you on. idea out there. I don't I don't know. Know. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and there's, there's another <laughs> podcast called the Win Cloud Podcast. I've been on that one. Yeah, you've been okay. on that one. Okay. So right. uh, I don't want to say, you know. I haven't been on chatting with Jazz neither. Hey, oh yeah, that's true. Get Jazz. And we produced yep. that show. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to remove. I'm gonna have to remove my Rick band because not even Rick hasn't been on. That's what it was. Yeah, it was because yeah. of the other Rick. 
I mean, to answer Eric's question, first of all, Latinos Allowed was the first episode of season nine. There is no beef. That Word. was what that episode was about, you know. Word. I mean, no, it got awkward at the end, but there is, <laughs> <laughs> but there is no beef. Uh, I actually spoke to Rachel the other day. Rachel, Rachel's a dope person uh, for good advice. Actually, that's right. my sister. That's my sister from another Mister. We've been rocking together for over twenty years. There's no. Listen, you want there's nobody I trust. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Like we've been, we've been, yeah. Like that, there's a reason. Like she'll she, tell you raw. Like, yo, but she's like, listen, she's like, we. It was a boys' club, and we brought like I knew I had to bring her in to do <laughs> when we started Room 28. You know, that's no, hey. we mentioned that on the show, but yeah, Room 28. Hey. Uh, Fire. Yeah, so that was so me, me, Bago, <laughs> and, and Jamie. It wasn't and a Rachel. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> We uh we did it you know that's and she is uh she's a force to be reckoned with and she's like somebody really give you good advice in this I mean not only that she had like twenty years in marketing experience uh, in advertising so don't yeah don't you know you need you need some that's a good person to have in your corner always you know. Rick ain't. <laughs> no, no. Yo, Rick and his no. lunches, bro. I mean, no, not yet. No. Yeah, where my lunch invite? No, because I heard Rachel got the lunch. I heard Rachel got the lunch. I don't get invited to I got some. First of all, wait, 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 wait. First of all, Eric, let's get some things straight now. Rachel invited me to lunch. Oh, okay. Two, we are doing something special at Angelica's Uptown. Um, Why you want to be throwing out the gems before we do anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a private affair, and Rick's name just got crossed off the list. Thank you, Eric. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. So, Angelica's Uptown. Uh, yeah, it's a good spot. Um, we're doing something there. I'll reach Yo. out to you guys. I'll let you know um, when that's going down. But thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, thank man. You for thank, you, us, man. thank you for having us. Catch Wind and Cloud podcast when it returns. Actually, well, go see episode. The, we have a hundred episodes. Yeah, Yo, go go see episode. Up. Forget about all the hundred stories. It's a hundred stories. Forget about the hundred stories. Just go to number ninety nine. <laughs> that guy's interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I wanted to explain. Is it good? Is it is a really good podcast? Um, I forgot my episode. Well, we deleted hey. number ninety nine until we go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we will re-upload yeah. it until we get a lunch. It's being held in draft. <laughs> we put it back in draft mode. They put yeah. that shit unlisted on the YouTube. <laughs> um, the Men on Pause podcast. He says exactly. he don't have his guests, but Bago's been on it a couple yeah, times. Well, oh, yeah, but that's family. Yeah. That's family. That's family. He Nepotism. Nepotism. Who said I invited him? See, that's <laughs> <two> people do. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. We'll have you on. We're we gonna have you on. I'm, 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 fin- I'm waiting to wrap all this stuff because I'm, I'm gonna have my family next to school. They got two more episodes. Though. Yeah. Of I, I don't want to say the name wrong. I keep saying Dagraphy. That Dagraphy. Therapy. Yeah. I keep saying it wrong because I think like biography and that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. dyslexia and the, yeah. it is yeah. a lot of confusion. I try to explain the dyslexia to my wife all the time. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work out. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you can catch um, <clears throat> therapy, Alex. 
uh, Spiritual Cloud and Rick Win Herrera yes. on a oh. Rebels Perspective coming soon. Oh, yes. yes. yeah. Love her. And you catch a motherfucker with his new best <laughs> record to Juan Bago. Oh. In the night. oh, no, we got, yo, we got something. I'm, I'm going to give y'all an exclusive. We got something so good coming this week. Mm. It's, yo, y'all not ready? Me, Bago, the whole team, everybody, we got Ivan Manito, and everybody's in what? this team. Oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. All right? It's going to be so crazy. Y'all, y'all ain't even ready. Mike's probably going to kill me because I'm even saying this much. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Jerry. Glasses off. Yo, <laughs> Mike texted me last, uh, like, I think July or August, and he's like, yo, Rick, don't be surprised if you don't see me on the podcast no more. I was yeah. like, what the fuck you mean? He's like, I got some fire coming. I'm like, I can't tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he's up so, to some really, he's up to some really. So why are you telling me this? And then, really I hit him up like three months ago. Well, I've been talking to him. Yeah. On, nah, I can't tell you. <laughs> but, but I need, I, I can't tell you, but I need you to help me with this. Okay. <laughs> right, I got you. And then afterwards, I hit him up again. Like, yo, what can you tell me? Is, is you gonna be on TV? If you gonna be on TV, I want to know. I want to. I gotta. I gotta. Set my, the way my uh, on demand works is, you gotta put it to record. Three you know, months show time. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta. I gotta know. Uh, yeah. He yes. went to our taping with Ken Stars, and he still didn't let that secret out. No. So <laughs> you could tell Juan Bago anything. He won't Juan let Bago stars in the new movie Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's on a roll. <laughs> Eric, you in LA time right now, but do you want to be on the reggae show all yeah. the It's like 6 p.m. over there. Why are you so, I, you're so spicy I, I'm at 6 just p.m.? Saying. It's early over there, yeah. Oh, you know what it is? He's about to go on probably in an hour and a half, and he's he's getting he's warmed up. He's getting warmed <laughs> up. <laughs> By the way, catch Eric Rivera on HBO Max. Super white. This is thirty-minute special. Yeah. Um, pretty good. Besides Eric, that therapy. Did I say it right this time? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Rick. Therapy on YouTube. <laughs> Come on. You're laughing at two more episodes. How many days you drank, bro? Because your energy is started out good in the episode. Right now, bro. Sit up straight. <laughs> bro, I'm gonna send you the link right afterwards. That'll be on YouTube. Shortly after we wrap up on this episode, I'll put up uh the YouTube link for everybody to go see and go watch. Um don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow, please. Uh and let's urge them to do a season two for it. Yes, yes. Yo, the cameo by Rick demand it. Sponsored <laughs> by the fucking Mets. Let's go. There you go. Hey, there you go. Hey, there you go. No, that's Jayla. That's Jayla. Yeah, Rick got drunk Theo energy uh, today. No. Go to fucking so, sleep. Bro. Eric, you use that joke that's with Jayla. He used that joke with Jayla. You can't use that with me. You can't use that with me. <laughs> Fuck that. Eric Rivera, <laughs> August 3rd. Me and Eric gonna do a, a standoff. Stand up, standoff. Yes, I'm gonna see that. So, Rick slap boxes Eric Rivera. August five, August five. Wow. You heard it here first. Ooh. Pick the block, Eric. <laughs> Let's go. After his morning runs. 
<laughs> Yo. No, but thank you. Thank you. Honestly, um, you guys are doing uh, beautiful work. The fact that you're highlighting that is amazing. Um, fuck craze for making fun of me. Just <laughs> to as well. No, but and, likewise, brother. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, thank you. definitely. Thank you for highlighting everything, our community. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, you're definitely... I mean, that's why you're getting the love right now because you're, doing, yeah. you're putting a lot of love out and you've been putting out a lot of love. And uh, as a person that's been... You know, we've been crossing paths whatever just to see the progression and the growth of the show man y'all bless that thing man thank you i appreciate it appreciate appreciate the kind words can't wait to see you guys uh this next two episodes and continue seeing you Mm -hmm. on your individual projects as well thank you nothing but up from here you already know and you guys too Netflix. Have a great Love night. August 3rd, me Much and love. Eric Rura box live on air. So <laughs> don't miss that. Oh, I'm there. Can I ref? <laughs> yes. 100% if you want. I am there. I'm there. Rick White was <laughs> <laughs>